Hi, I'm Kiki. And I'm Kemi. And you're listening to Your Advisors Will See You Now, a podcast that will help you to figure out all of your options for life after high school. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Your Advisors Will See You Now. And we are talking about our relevant ramble this week. A relevant ramble is something that we ramble about in education for about 15 minutes. And this week's topic, we are discussing chat GPT in academic integrity. So what the heck is chat GPT? If you do not know what chat GPT is, it's this new kind of AI and it's free and it's kind of serves as a search engine, um, but better. My husband got me into this. Like we found out about, about it when it um, was debuted in December and it's only the beta testing of it. So I, I, we were playing around with it, and I honestly thought it was maybe similar to like a Google search engine, but it's not. So you can specifically tailor your question, your questions, and this AI types it out for you. So I can literally say, hey, can you please write for me a script that takes place in the 18th Renaissance, and it's a dialogue between a husband and his wife about a meal to make for dinner. Mm-hmm. And it will write that script for you. So it's very, very specific. So why we decided to talk about this today is because this can have a lot of implications for academic integrity in higher education. That's a really, really big thing because mm-hmm. plagiarism, you do, do not play around with plagiarism when it comes to higher education. If they find it, you will get in trouble. There have definitely been some instances where students have been expelled due to plagiarism. Mm -hmm. So that's what we're going to relevantly ramble about today. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so Kemi showed me this last week. She was, you know, before she like, or, you know, when she proposed we should talk about this, she showed me. And it's really, it's very intuitive. Like literally what Kemi just said, like, write me a script about something. It'll write you a whole script. And there, there could be, I think there's, could be benefits to this. AI, you know, we were talking about for blogs, you know, if you want, if we're trying to get the SEO searches up and we're just like, you know, write us a quick blog about this, this XYZ topic. Great. But I guess when we're translating it to, like Kemi said, the classroom and you have students, you know, that are given assignments and they're just using this technology to write a whole paper, you know, because, you know, we have to write 10 page papers in college. Like, I don't yeah. know. I, I guess it does that. Like, I guess if you said, like, can you write yeah. me a 10 page paper? Yeah. So, I mean, imagine how many students are probably getting a hold of this now. And I don't know. Do you know if it like if you ask for it to put citations in there, would it put citations in there as well? You know how that would work? I don't I would test it out now. But as of today, yeah. we're rec- we record earlier, guys, just so you know. So like, we're recording this on the 14th of January. Um, I tried logging into my account to play with it and it was so overloaded with users that I couldn't make an entry. That's how many people are on this thing already. And I'm looking at this article right now, and it said, it's like a ridiculous amount of number of people that have already used already. it. Yeah. It was 1 million users within five days of its launching. So mm-hmm. it's, it's been over a month mm-hmm. for that. And a bunch of people have went on it. And when I went on it, it was saying, okay, we have a high capacity right now. You may have to wait for a couple minutes. And now I'm having issues logging in. But this mm-hmm. is only a beta testing. Yeah. So if this is a beta testing and it's doing mm-hmm. a lot of, and the, the fine tuning is very, very good. So you can even shout back to it and say like, hey, I want you to write me a discussion about vegetables versus fatty foods 
and then they'll write it for you. And then you could say, can you go back and detail it so it sounds more positive? And it can go back and do that too. So it's very, very advanced AI. And, you know, artificial intelligence is supposed to like help us in many capacities, which is great, but there's other ways that it can hinder us in many capacities because in higher education, you're supposed to be taught how to write, how to think critically for yourself. And you're also paying to be learning that in class and applying that work. So yeah, I do understand you're like, oh my gosh, I have 20 papers I need to write. But however, if you're not doing that work yourself, then you're you're not utilizing your critical thinking or what you're paying to go to school for. And plagiarism mm-hmm. is is very um um it's a it's a very hot topic, especially in the United States. Some other countries aren't into like MLA, APA, and citations for mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um but in the United States, it's a very, very serious thing. And we take plagiarism seriously, and we want people to get credit for if they, they wrote something, they need to get credit for it. You can include it in your, ep- in your essay, but you need to cite it, cite your source and where it came from. Um, that's the most important thing. So you need to have, you know, give credit where credit is due. That's why it's really big. But there's a lot of controversy in this because, and I'm just thinking about it now, a lot of universities, we have... For most universities, you have something where you can plug your paper in and it will read your paper to see if there's any plagiarism so you can go Mm. back and fix it before you submit your paper. A lot of schools have started to buy that software and implement it. But now I'm I'm just thinking, I know there's different companies that offer it. Are they, is there software going to be able to track this from the AI? Yeah. Well, this article says no. Well, this, so, I mean, because of this, I'm sure... They're going to have to create that because it will link the article in the show notes as we always do. This is from Times Higher Education, but it says that this particular GPT 3.5 is undetectable by plagiarism software. So they're saying like even if the instructor or whoever's marking the paper suspects plagiarism, there's no way to prove it. Wow. So, but I'm sure like to your point, they're going to have to build something, you know, to keep up with, with this type of software though. Hmm. Yeah, and I mean, and again, we have so much other different software. We have a bunch of different software that helps us with things, but this is where the the waters get murky. Because I can think of different software that I use that helped me greatly was Grammarly. So I would mm-hmm. like write my whole paper, and then obviously I would write my paper for however long, and I needed mm-hmm. to like a second pair of eyes to look at my right. paper and and edit it for grammar and punctuation. I would put it in there, and it would help me. And mm-hmm. it also, and I still found it helpful because I'm going through the process of still editing it myself because you have to still review it. I'm still learning my writing style and how to be better, but it's not writing the paper for me, so that's different, you know. Right. I think to your other point too. You're, you know, saying like you're in these classes, you're paying for classes, you're in these classes to learn. And if you're using this technology to write a paper for you, like you've learned nothing. Like it makes it so easy for you to just get out of, get out of, you know, writing or, you know, learning at all. Like you're not going into your books and really taking notes and studying this. You're not, you know, looking at YouTube videos to get a clear understanding. You literally, you could just go into this software and be like, write this for me, please. And it does it for you. And so, like, really, really, what's the benefit to you if you're not really learning? Because, okay, let's just say you did this all through college and you graduate and nobody knows you use this and you get to the workforce. Like, what do you know about that field that you're looking to go into? So, I mean, it's academic integrity, but it's also there's, you know, there's a part here. It says 
something about assessing process rather than the uh, than the outcome because the outcome could be you graduating but along the way your process you didn't you don't have one you just used i don't want to call it cheating but i guess it is like you use a software like well i'll say cheating then you cheated basically your way through (laughs) through college so they yeah they definitely have to assess how students are going to be getting through their classes they're definitely they're going to have to develop something to to really check this or like gatekeep this because if you're just saying if you're saying this is like in the beta testing yeah and it's really this good is, yeah it's really good like it's about to pop off for real <laughs> yeah i mean there are still some fallacies to it so it's not perfect so if yeah. you read some of the text depending on what you're doing so if i would wanted to write like write me a thank write me a thank you note or something particular um, it could jot it, it could write it out for you, but maybe it could be missing the human aspect of it. So mm-hmm. where it kind of like, uh, like you can keep on trying to tailor it as much as possible, but in the first try, you, it's not going to work because it could be kind of bland unless mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, write like, write me a love note to my husband. I shouldn't be asking for a cheat, cheat sheet for that. But <laughs> if I was saying, Hey, GI, Chad GPT, write me a love note for my husband. Um, it's gonna be a little bland. And then I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. add more warmth into it or add this kind of maybe yeah. some more syntax with, from this or whatever. I don't mm-hmm. know. Um, then you can develop it more, but it's still gonna miss that human aspect of the writing, depending on what you're doing. So if you, especially if you had to, let's say you're an English major and maybe you have to do more specific detail writing to different genres, it could still be missing that piece that mm-hmm. you can tell is coming from someone who's human. <laughs> yeah, no <laughs> doubt. Yeah. But I, gu- I guess like you're like, that's absolutely true. But I guess if like you use, use like the chat GPT and you're like, you know, you write this, you can go mm-hmm. back in and you can like, you can add that human element, but it's still yeah. like, you still didn't sit down for hours and crank out Research. this paper. Right. You're like, you could just go in because you know how like we, like, we always heard growing up, like don't use the, don't use the, the, the uh, the thor- the I cannot talk right now. The source. The source. Thank you. That was horrible. But you know, if you're like, especially for like essays for college, like don't try to use huge words to beef up your essay. So it's like you could do this because yeah, maybe it does. But you know, they always say it's just like just be you. So like maybe you use the GPT and it, it's using like big words, and you're like, you know, my professor doesn't not talk <laughs> like that. You can just go back in and look at the the source and find other words that maybe sound like more like you or just like, you know, bring it down to how you would typically speak. So it's mm-hmm. still like you're absolutely right. Like it's still going to be missing some things like that human aspect. But if you get it, if you get it to crank it out for you, you can go back in and add the human aspect. You're just not taking mm-hmm. hours to do it. Yeah. But unfortunately, I think it does. It does rob you of writing skills, though, because I, I told oh, yeah. my husband this, too. Like, I remember having to do writing in high school and writing in high school from where I used to go. There wasn't much critical thinking in it. It wasn't like I was mm-hmm. on the debate team. It was just write about this historical thing. I was like, OK, so I just wrote about that event. It was mostly like flat. It wasn't until mm-hmm. I went to college that I learned about rhetoric. And then mm-hmm. I had more papers that were you need to develop an argument or you need to be in defense of this. So I Mm -hmm. had to do the research to see if um, to prove like my theory or whatever it was. So that's how I really did learn how to, to critically think for myself, do research and find actual resources. That was not just Wikipedia, (laughs) you know, like you're actually searching at um, actual research papers. Um, So, you know, where to navigate and find more truth and kind of filter out, you know, 
just regular writings that Bobby and Susie made that could not mm-hmm. be real, you know? And I think mm-hmm. that that's a really important part of education and just developing as a human too, and just developing your writing skills. Because if you have a chat GI do all that for you, then when you get to your particular place of work, are you going to have it do all your work for you too? Mm-hmm. If your computer's down, you still got to get something going. Like your, if your internet is down, or chat GPT is down and you still have to submit something for work that's due by 5 p.m. What you going to do <laughs> if you yeah. are if you, like if you're not able to correctly format the right structuring uh, for whatever is needed. So mm-hmm. I think it does rob you of that growth and experience. And, and and yeah, it just goes back to your point, too. If you're paying to go to school to learn and you're not even doing stretching this muscle, like working this muscle out, you're, you're wasting your money. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. you know yeah and i would say too like if you feel like you ha- you know if someone feels like they have to cheat their way through school maybe school is not for you and, you know of course yeah. like you know you, you're, you're going to go through high school or you know get your ged but if you feel like you have to get to college and use this to get through maybe this is not for you right now and that's okay um because yeah it's time it's money and like kimmy's saying it's really like it is robbing you it's robbing somebody of the whole experience like, what's the point? What's like, re- like literally, what's the purpose of spending two, I'll say two to six years in college? You know, and, I'm, and I, I would think that someone's not using like this for everything. But I don't know. I just really think I agree with you. Like, it is robbing you of this experience of learning. Like you said, not only developing writing skills, but you also mentioned like critical thinking skills. Um learning about different topics like that's the whole point of college like developing a skill set and if you're not going to do that then don't waste your time or your money yeah yeah Mm. i do Um, think chat gpt is really helpful when you're trying to i did use it the other day when i was like well random for little things it's fun not for academic integrity things but i was my husband was like yeah um and in hamilton the musical they showed john adams like no they didn't they spoke about john adams they did not show John Adams. And we're trying to scour the internet. I was like, you know what? Okay. <laughs> Hit up ChatGPT, see what it says. And I was like, they talk about John Adams, but they did not show him in the play. I was like, boom, I told you that. <laughs> so for little things, little things like that, it is. Be right. It is yeah. it's little things that is helpful. Or if I'm like, hey, well, help me whip up a recipe. I only have chicken, these herbs, and this. Help me out. <laughs> That's helpful for those. But right. in the educational realm of academic integrity, don't do it. And I, and I think it's, it's going to do much more harm to if you are actually, you, if this is come, becomes available out of its beta testing and if it's still free and students mm-hmm. are using it. And then finally, when these, uh, I know it's called Turnitin, you, that's like the common um, plagiarizing checking that uh, schools yeah, use. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And once it updates, can you imagine when it finally updates to catch the AI and you send in your paper and it's all red? You're going to be in so much trouble. Yep. Some schools yep. will kick you out for that. That's They'll true. They'll kick you out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I also, like, this is my, my last point about this, but you just also brought up, like, a point about access because in the article it talks about there are some paid ones, paid, mm-hmm. like, chat GPT, like, equivalent. Another AI. Right, yeah. yeah, thank you. But if this one does become, like, anything, like, if this one does become paid, it's, like, it's accessible only to a certain group of people. Because, like, mm-hmm. If you're a student, a college student, and, you know, you're, like, lower middle income, you probably, you know, maybe you can't afford this. So then it's like, okay, the people that 
have a little bit more money or you know family wealth maybe they're the ones using that and that's like that all like this is a whole nother episode probably but it's all about access like someone's always getting ahead and it's like you know so it's it's like always someone's getting ahead and the people that can't afford things don't get that same access but the i mean i just thought about that but the moral of the story is if you use this in the classroom it's cheating so you absolutely don't want to don't want to do that because like you just said, like, I, and I, I totally forgot about that. I don't think I ever used Turn It In before, but yeah, if you send this in and it does, you know, catch that you cheated, you're you're in trouble, and that's yeah. that's a waste. So even even though there are so many different aspects to this, I think our moral is you probably shouldn't use this in the classroom. You should not use this in the classroom. <laughs> no, do not use mm-hmm. it in the classroom. Yeah, use but it, it sounds cool, <laughs> right? Yeah, that's, I mean, I think that that part is cool though. Yeah. To to find out like little like knowledge things like this sounds like it's more of like a in it could be like a more in depth Google search. Yeah, and that's it's definitely fun. helpful with yeah. that for sure for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, versus like sometimes if you go to Google, but and then the thing about it too is usually if you are in school, you can use your library, your databases, and you're using your research papers. So sure. if I'm if I'm outside of school and let's say I want to look up what do I need to pack for my vacation. I type that into Google, you're going to get at the top what Google wants to push. And then you have mm-hmm. to sort through each website to yeah. see maybe what's going to meet your need. Versus if I'm like, for my chat GPT, I could say, what should I pack for my vacation to the Grand Canyon? And it's going to mm-hmm. give me a common list of things, which is just um, all that data that's been searched, compiled into one. So that kind of, mm-hmm. that helps. That's helpful. If it's like the night before I go to the Grand Canyon, I'm like, what should I pack? That could be helpful in that <laughs> But it's not in a, I'm not su- submitting anything or turning anything in. So AI right. is helpful, but just in certain ways, I think that um, it should be used. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Oh well, yeah, that's a relevant ramble. This was a really good one. Kimmy, Kimmy brought this one up. So I think it is really good. Just brings up a different discussion about or you know with, with technology changing there's always going to be something yeah come into the woodworks and something that challenges academic integrity but i feel like schools are probably and colleges are probably ahead of it or there's technology that's ahead of this there has to be if you're, if you're creating technology for this there's technology to combat it as well so it's a cool little read we'll again link the article in the show notes but thank you all for listening to our relevant ramble if you have if there's other things like in the higher education or education sphere that you find and you're like oh you should talk about this one or review this let us know you can send us email our emails are dry everyone they're dry so make sure i want to hear from you guys i want to hear from topics that you guys want to hear so we can relevantly ramble or Mm -hmm. uh, interview people (laughs) in different careers you want to know about so hit us up guys exactly so yeah, thank you for listening. We appreciate it as always. Um, everything will be in the show notes, but you know where to find us on Instagram and TikTok. It's Yasin Podcast on both of those platforms. Our emails in the show notes. We are we still selling merch at this time? I don't think so. Cut that out, please. But yeah, we well merch maybe will come in back. Maybe, maybe merch is coming back soon. Merch will be coming back. Oh uh, yeah, if you didn't get any in the first wave. We'll make sure you get some in the next one. And again, our Venmo's in the show notes if you want to bless us financially. But we always appreciate the listens, the shares, and just your support. So thank you, everybody. And we'll see you next time. See you. Bye.
Thank you, everyone, for tuning in and listening to the latest episode of Your Advisors. We'll see you now. Please make sure to follow us on all of our social media pages and check out our website. Take a look at the show notes below. And please make sure to subscribe and share this podcast. Also, show us some love and please leave a five-star review. Catch you next time. See ya.